As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> Vexed by technology? Not anymore. I'm David Yak here, and this is Yak About Tech. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is David Yak here, and you are listening and watching now to Yak About Tech, your GPS guide to technology and everything else that has an impact on our daily lives. We are broadcasting today from the Planet Vera Studios, home of iHeartRadio's Waxy 107.9, and this is the place where the fish and the sharks are biting. <laughs> All right, speaking of fish and sharks, we're graced today with the presence of Carl Fismer, one of the world's greatest deep sea treasure hunters. And I think we're going to have an extraordinary hour. And this is sort of a first uh, for Yak About Tech. Usually, as most people who listen to the show know, we have a certain routine here. We talk about technology and then we tell our uh, stories of the week and tech stories of the week. And mostly, It's just either Sally and I or Wayne and I in the studio, and we have people online on Skype all around the world who we talk about technology to. So this is really new for me to actually have a whole studio filled with people right here to talk to eye to eye. And also, I'd love to introduce a great special co-host with me today. Right. And I think everybody <laughs> knows her. Right. This is Lisa Reimer. You may know her. She's editor of Luminaries Now mm -hmm. and uh, several other things. Tell us, uh, tell my audience who may not know you, Lisa, a little about you. Well, first of all, I'm here because I'm friends with Sally and Wayne, uh, Dylan and Idea Garden. And they told me about this amazing show that you're having today. And David, I have to tell you, you know, when I first met you, you were so impressive. Your You were the first person to have a PR agency on the Internet. They know you in Silicon Valley. Here you have a radio show right here in Indian River County, and you're almost an unknown. So this is like such a special thing for you to be making inroads 
in this community and bringing your knowledge of the internet and social media and all of those things and now interesting guests. Um, I'm an editor, like uh, you said, um, for the uh, Luminaries, which is in the Press Journal on Mondays, and I work with the Your News Weekly and the Vero Beach News Weekly publications, also with Treasure Coast Newspapers. And I've been in local television and good friends here on the radio. We had a show, I think, for about a year. So I'm really interested because the 300th anniversary is coming up of 1715 Spanish Fleet that song. That's right. And that's why we're here today. We're going to talk to Carl all about that. And by the way, I got to thank you. Talk about PR agency. I think you just did more PR for me <laughs> than any agency I had worked with. Okay. So, but before we get to Carl, and we also have another guest I don't want to forget. We, we've got Sam here. Um, Sam Milner, he's a biographer, great biographer in his own right, working with Carl right now. So we're going to get to both of them in a minute. But as usual, I want to let uh, our audience know that um, once again, this was our summer of experimentation. And for those in the studio that uh, don't know what we've been doing over the summer, uh, we've been working to really uh, build out the technology in the studio to add video to it. So we now have video capabilities. And we call it our sort of beta testing all summer. We took this show originally from an hour down to a half hour so we can concentrate on building out the uh, the video. So I want to tell people how they can watch us on, on video right now. And uh, if you're watching us live, currently you'll sign up for Livestream.com. Uh, if you register at Livestream and you look for Planet Vero Studios, you'll be able to catch the show. But more importantly, every time we're about to go into production with the show, you will be notified by email every time there's a show coming up. And, of course, you can go there and look for past shows. Now, if you miss the Livestream or the broadcast, uh, you can always subscribe to Yak About Tech on uh, iTunes, we're also on TuneIn Radio. You'll always find the show on YouTube, Livestream, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Instacast. It is just about every place. And those of you who know me, you'll know that you'll also find our latest shows on yakabouttech.com. Um, we do get questions all the time. We get them through our Twitter accounts, which is yakabouttech. And uh, you can always email me at yakabouttech at gmail.com. So also, and this is a first, and I think it's even going to surprise the producers, for the first time, I want to tell the audience that in the next few weeks, uh, we will have a dedicated iPhone app for Yak About Tech, which you'll be able to download right on your iPhone. We'll follow it up uh, several weeks later for, with an Android app, and you'll be able to have everything that, uh, that you have heard on broadcast in the terrestrial uh, radio show uh, and also in a video. But we will also be doing sh uh, special shows for the app itself. So I'll let you know. You should be able to download it in the next couple of weeks. And, um, and uh, we think that's going to be really, really fantastic. So, all right. Uh, I did get, uh, I usually go through a question and answer period and then some news. I'm going to cut this short because uh, this show is so special that not only are we going to have, we're going to do it for this half hour, but we're going to continue the show next week with our guests. And so this will be one of two. But there are two, a couple of questions that uh, came in recently, and I want to clear up. Um, there was a question about um, the, uh, uh, about, 
getting your contracts uh, from the telco companies, uh, from Verizon or AT&T, and what's happening with this uh, subsidizing of the phone. And I don't think I cleared that up because the questions keep coming in. And that is that um, right now we are under the impression that when we buy a new phone uh, from a new wireless phone, a smartphone from the uh, companies, that it's costing us either $199 or $299. And in fact, those phones really cost about $800 or $900 or $1,000, and they're subsidized by the telco companies. What they're now doing is they're going to sell you the phone separately and allow you to pay it off month by month and therefore enter into a new kind of contract with them where you don't have to stay for the entire two years because the phone is not attached to the contract. So I wanted sort of to clear that up. And also, I did want to talk about um, people who were asking me about Skype's uh, voice translator uh, that they're adding to the Skype app. And this is, uh, as people who know me, I think this is one of the most exciting texts to come on. Soon you'll be able to talk on Skype, and the person on the other end could actually just pick their language. And you may be speaking English, but they will hear Spanish or they will hear French. Mm. So you will be able to communicate. I think it's a very important step in technology. I can't wait till Microsoft brings it to uh, Skype. All right. So I really pushed that really, really uh, fast just to get to our guest. So um, let me introduce Carl uh, for some of you who don't know him. Uh, Carl, he's sort of the, this great great adventurer. He's got that life that books are written about, movies are made of, and obviously biographies and, and all that. Um, they call him Fizz. His friends call him Fizz, and I'm hoping at least by part two of the show, we can call him Fizz. Uh, and he's one of the great uh, treasure hunters, and he's often described as the underwater Indian Indiana Jones. And we know him here because he's actively... Uh, working off the Treasure Coast, which is a really perfect first question for me, because I'm not sure. I'm fairly new. I'm down, you know, from up north. And, you know, the Treasure Coast, I sort of assumed, was called the Treasure Coast. First, I thought it was just so beautiful. Everybody called it the Treasure Coast. I didn't know it was really a Treasure Coast. So, Carl, take us through how, how we got our name here. Well, thank you, David, for having me. The... Um... <clears throat> There are lots of people in the area, and that stretches like from a little bit south of Fort Pierce all the way up to north of Sebastian, and that is the Treasure Coast. And, of course, the reason it's a Treasure Coast, there was a whole fleet of Spanish galleons that uh, sank here in 1715. This happens, of course, to be the 300th anniversary, and there'll be a lot going on in town, especially during well, the whole area, not just here, but all up and down the Treasure Coast. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I've, uh, I have a couple of lectures I'm going to be giving, and I'm redoing my PowerPoint presentation to just present the 1715 fleet stuff. I, the way it is now, I have things from all around the world, such as you know the Arthur C. Clarke and the Taj Mahal treasure. And uh, all through the Caribbean, I've worked, she's, I guess, Three or four hundred wrecks in forty-five years. Carl, um, how did you start diving for treasure? <clears throat> how old were you when you when you began? Well, actually, I didn't start till late in life. I used to work for General Motors up in Cincinnati. It was horrible. 
<laughs> I, it was horrible. I, I, got I worked out. for Ford, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And both uh, General Motors and Ford were my accounts. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, I was in the tool and die department, and the money was good, and uh, but I had this feeling I'm recording my life on these little computer cards. I'm going in, I'm going out, and, and I got to the point where I intentionally wouldn't even go through the line and hit the card just to make everybody mad at me. So... Finally, I, I just uh, quit. I had a, a tragedy happen. I was, my wife was killed in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that pretty much pushed me over the edge. So I picked up my two kids and came to Florida. And that was in uh, 1970. And I've been here ever since. How but, old were you? Um, but when I got down here, I was... Uh, 32, so I guess it happened two years. I'd have been 30 years old when that happened. And had you ever lived by the ocean before? So did you have a relationship with the ocean? No, but the closest I came to it was when I was uh, was stationed at Fort Bragg. And the first long weekend we got, I headed over to Myrtle Beach. And we got there in the middle of the night, but I didn't care. I went in swimming anyway. And now, of course, that's where everybody's getting... Bitten by, by sharks. sharks. <laughs> so I missed that part. Uh, anyway, I, I moved here in 1970. I was lucky enough to get a job on the Sarasota Fire Department. Um, I was in charge of the uh, boat. I got my 100-ton license, and I was in charge of the boat and the divers. And one day we were actually out. We were supposed to be drilling or practicing our rescue and recovery techniques and by some kind of a freak, we just happened to anchor right over a wreck. And that was pretty much it. It was, a, my guess, about 1940 mini freighter busted in half. And I was just watching the fish, you know, swim in and out. And I thought, I thought that's amazing because it, at one time, this particular ship, uh, somebody bought that new, like you buy a new car, you know, and you're proud of it and you're driving it, and now here it is on the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico, just, yeah, and I noticed there were a lot of um, copper pipes in there, copper tubing, and so I thought, wow, that's scrap value, and so the six of us spent two tanks of air busting the uh, copper out of this wreck, and I, that uh, next day, I took it to the uh, scrap yard, and I, I think we got $6.11 out of it. But that kind of showed me that uh, you might you might be able to make some money diving. And believe me, after working for General Motors uh, nine years, in fact, when I quit, they said, why don't you stay one more year and you'll get retirement? And I said, I can't. And then on the fire department, I worked nine years and I quit again. They said, why don't you work one more year and, you know, you get retirement, Social Security. And I said, I can't. So that was in 1980 and I moved to the Keys full time and I've been there ever since. Um, I guess I worked all the 1733 fleet. The 1733 fleet is where treasure hunting started. A man named Art McKee was the father of modern-day treasure hunting. In fact, uh, Sam's written a couple of songs about Art McKee. We have the treasure uh, album out. And uh, um, I was the last treasure hunter to break in under Art McKee. All of the big names in the business, like we mentioned, are Kip Wagner. He started with Art McKee. Mel Fisher, Art McKee. 
Jack Haskins, Art McKee, everybody are with Art McKee. Um, and was he down in the Keys? Oh, yes. He opened the very first treasure, sunken treasure museum in the United States. And um, his backer was uh, Ed Link, who's most famous for inventing the Link trainer in World War II. This man is a real American hero. He shortened World War II by God knows how much. What's the Link trainer? The Link trainer is, you, they trained over a million pilots like you walk into a room just like this, and you get in there, and now you're flying. You're not. Oh, so it's like a virtual airplane. training studio. That, oh, yeah. really? Oh, over a million. Carl, uh, just before you mentioned uh, Arthur C. Clarke. Now, for the audience, most yes. of the audience always knows um, Arthur C. Clarke as the, sort of the writer <clears throat> of 2001: Space Odyssey. And those of us in technology know he was a great f futurist. But I don't believe the world out there knows that he was also a deep sea diver and you know you were unbelievable that's the highlight of my career and so i enjoy talking about the 1715 fleet's great and i love it and i had 17 years on it and and king philip v has been very very good to me but arthur clark and the, and he i didn't know he was a treasure hunter most of his fans were not aware of it uh he led the expedition that salvaged the only sunken treasure lost by the family that built the taj mahal is where it, wait, wait so that the Taj Mahal is in India. In India. And so where was the treasure lost? Oh, off the coast of Sri Lanka, which is where Arthur Clarke's been living since I think 1956. He I think there. we have a, a a graphic of some of the Taj Mahal um some of the findings there. I, I wonder if we could yeah, I uh, hope so. put that up uh for a moment for the people who are watching on video for those who are not uh you can always check out oh, the, the website so these are different than you see like in the in the escudos because they're not in they spanish are, they're, they're in hindi or something the, well <laughs> they were minted in surat india in um, the year 1702 look at the workmanship far and away much better the in fact the the curator for the american numismatic association has said that the, the dyes were made by gem cutters. These were people that mm. took pride in their work. Uh, and each coin, of course, tells a, a story. And the transcription on, on this particular piece is uh, uh, Emperor Aurangzeb, son of Shah Jahan, builder of the Taj Mahal, mm. uh, uh, ruler, world grasper, struck coins like the shining full moon. That's it. Pretty neat, huh? I, no, I, I can't help it. I love it. <laughs> uh, so, um, and that's just one of Clark's things. It, and it, how did you meet him? Uh, because Dr. Mendel Peterson, curator of the Smithsonian, when Clark got onto this wreck, he contacted him to help him identify it. And Dr. Mendel Peterson also worked with Art McKee and Ed Link. I have a picture of the three of them diving the Capitan of the 1733 fleet. And... I didn't get to meet Mr. Link, but Dr. Mendel Peterson from the Smithsonian was a good friend, and Art McKee was a good friend. I missed Ed Link, unfortunately. But, um, and now here's Mendel Peterson tied in with Arthur Clarke. It just, it's like one big circle. I, for me, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. A, a lot of places and a lot of people. Arthur Clarke got to be friends with with uh, Werner von Braun after World War II. Uh, Clark was an officer in the British Army, and uh, he got Werner von Braun diving because diving is the closest thing to weightlessness in outer space. Clark came up with the idea 
of the tank in Huntsville to train the astronauts. Every astronaut and cosmonaut were friends of Clark. Wow. Um, uh, we did this half-hour uh, uh, action-adventure thing that we have a, a clip from, but we were going to do a two-hour docu-adventure thing, and we're trying to raise money for it. Buzz Aldrin, second man on the moon, calls us up. Uh, uh, yes, sir, Mr. Aldrin. He said, are you guys going over and dive with Arthur? Uh, yes, sir, we are. He said, can I go with you? <laughs> no, we don't want you. Yeah, of course you can go. The problem was we never we were never able to raise the money to do it. But while we were there, we did some scuba diving with Clark. He had never made a 100-foot dive, and he wanted to make a 100-foot dive. Is that a really difficult thing? Well, yes and no. It depends on you know, how much experience you got. Your, mm -hmm. Uh, I have a lot of diving experience, but fortunately for me, 90% of the wrecks are in shallow water, but I've got a few deep dives. I think I mentioned this earlier because I always like to bring things into the technology sphere, but um, a 100-foot dive back then or 30, 40 years ago would be different than it is today. There's different technology. How, how, is di how has diving changed over the, you know, the how? lifetime? They're using rebreathers now. It's my good fortune. I happen to have John Chatterton, um, and believe me, every diver in the world knows John. He's the most famous wreck diver in the world today because he had the Deep Sea Detective Show and because Robert Curson wrote a book featuring John Chatterton called Shadow Divers on a World War II German submarine. <clears throat> but... Uh, uh, Rebreathers. You can go down, stay as long as you want. You don't have to worry about mm -hmm. decompression even. We need uh, to talk about that and exactly what the technology of that is. And we, we also actually need to say you've been in television shows of your own. We're about to take a break, but what, that's what I want to know. The television shows that have followed you, Carl. <laughs> All right. So let's do, let's do this. Um, we're going to have you back next week. All righty. So we'll continue the discussion next week. But right now, I want to tell everybody uh, to follow us on Twitter, Yak About Tech. Uh, check out yakabouttech.com. You'll see the video. You'll listen to uh, the audio. Uh, and um, and really quick, 300th anniversary of the 1715 sinking. We're talking about that. There's a whole week-long commemoration here, July 27th through like the 31st. We're going to get all the details. Keep in tune right. with Yakaba. <laughs> <laughs> With Spain of distant memory, treasure filled their minds. Fortunes occupied their thoughts, the rest they left behind. The treasures of the new world lay on those distant shores, but pirates, reefs, and hurricanes also lay in store. Out on the main, out on the Spanish main, This program is brought to you in part by New Vision Eye Center. And I have to tell you, if you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, I would trust them to the guys over at New Vision Eye Center. Dr. Roger Meyer is pleased to welcome Dr. Robert Reinauer to the staff of New Vision Eye Center's retina practice. 
Dr. Reinauer is fellowship trained. His focus is the surgical and medical care of the retina, including detachments, macular degeneration, and diabetic eye care. Call for an appointment with Dr. Reinauer today and make the move to the fellowship trained doctors of New Vision Retina Center. 772-257-8700 or visit newvisioneyecenter.com. New Vision Eye Center offers bladeless laser cataract surgery. Doctors Paul Minotti and Stephen Tate want you to be fully informed about all of the options available to you when it's time for your cataract surgery. We offer a gentle bladeless computer-guided procedure. This technology delivers unsurpassed accuracy and precision. Visit cataractsurgerybureaubeach.com or call 257-8700. When it's time for cataract surgery, make the move to the Cataract Institute at New Vision Eye Center in Vero Beach. Beachland Cleaning Service has grown to become the area's premier janitorial service provider. Our service area extends from Melbourne through Fort Lauderdale. Our staff has more than 80 years combined industry experience. They're skilled, technically trained professionals who undergo continuing education so they can provide service that exceeds industry standards. Experience the difference. Call us today, 569-0799. Beachland Cleaning is a member of the ITEX trading community. Your ITEX dollars are welcome. <laughs> Riverside Theater presents The Comedy Zone, one of the largest comedy club networks in America. The Comedy Zone showcases some of the funniest comedians in the country. This weekend, Riverside Theater is the place for uproarious adult stand-up comedy. Don't miss the fun. This Friday and Saturday at 7.30 and 9.30 p.m. Call 231-6990 or go to RiversideTheater.com. The Comedy Zone, this weekend at Riverside Theater, sponsored by Premier Beverage and Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. Riverside Theater presents The Comedy Zone. Panda Contractors will make you smile. Panda Contractors is a full-service Vero Beach roofing contractor and remodeling company serving the greater Vero Beach and Port St. Lucie areas. With in-house consulting services and trained installers, Panda Contractors is a leader in roofing services such as leak repairs, roof ventilation. We also provide home renovations such as bathroom and kitchen remodeling, home additions, and much, much more. Panda Contractors is a member of the iTex trading community. Your iTex dollars are welcome. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.